0: Open your eyes. Wake up, Link.
1: I'm Luke Summerhaze.
0: I'm James J. Moyles.
1: I'm James the Justice Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report.
0: And in this edition of The Report, we'll be giving you our first impressions on Tears of the Kingdom. It's alright, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's certainly a video game you know, there's, there's maybe more they could have done. <laughs> it's certainly not a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> much the same it's an, and, before you joined the call, like this is exactly the pattern that me and just did. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I think pre-release there was part of me, and we kind of spoke about a little bit of this in the first episode, but there was part of me that was... Not worried as such, but interested. I suppose is a better way to put it. If they'd be able to to match, even match the quality of the the first game, the Breath of the Wild, and you know, I'm I'm not even ankle, toe deep into the game. It feels like at this point, but in a way, it feels like they might have even exceeded it. At this stage, is that crazy to see, mm-hmm. Even though I've not played that much of it. No, oh,
2: like, I, I, can agree with that. Like I've definitely felt like that as well. Like similar thing that like you're saying. Like I feel like you barely scratch the surface, but like it's, that first area just gives you such a like high hopes for where the game can go. Mm. With all, like the stuff that they're doing.
1: It definitely like I remember a lot of the chat before the game came out was like. Oh, it's it's the same map. it's it just going to be the same game hmm. sort of thing? I haven't seen anything from the first game yet. Yeah, like, I it, haven't seen an area from is... the first game. I haven't used a power from the first game. I haven't met an enemy from the first game.
0: I mean, I think that that certainly I know that will eventually yeah change, but but even despite the fact that, you know, a fair chunk of the world will feel familiar at the same point it won't, just because of how they've remixed it. And, you know, it is a sequel to, to Breath of the Wild and the fact that you're returning to certain locations later on in your adventure and just to see how they've changed is part of the excitement into itself. So even though there might be things that are reused and that's an opportunity for be certain detractors to go see i told you they've reused the same map i mean that's barely the story there the story is what have they done to make it feel exciting and fresh and new and they've done lots but we'll go into specifics as of yet i mean i think it's important to say that for our first impressions that this will be um but you're mostly spoiler free i think we'll go into a little bit about maybe some certain mechanics and such and things that have impressed us so far but nothing specific so even if you've not played the game yet this is still safe to listen to i would say
1: yeah i guess if you haven't played it yet maybe this is hearing us bang on about it might push you over the fence but even if you have played it who knows how far you've got in like the two days since it released <laughs> that's so... it
0: yeah we're having a bit of a pre <laughs> precast chat about thinking how the hell are we gonna structure our playthrough and, the, and how this podcast is actually gonna to come together. So yeah, what what you might have played if you actually picked up the game might be something we haven't and vice versa. So it'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, this this first episode, just to reiterate, should be safe for even even those that barely dipped a pinky toe into the water.
1: So for me, I ordered like the nice special edition from the Nintendo store. And then I, was, I start work at one thirty on Friday. So I was like, great. So i got plenty of time for my, my pack- package to arrive. And then they ring me up at like 10. Oh, it's arriving between 2 and 4. Oh. So I immediately message my boss like, oh, I'm going to have to come in late today. I'm, I'm waiting for a, a parcel. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> I'll be there in time for my lessons. I don't tell her what package I'm waiting for, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I let her make her own assumptions. <laughs>
0: Did she? Uh, yeah, did so she say like anything really when you? <laughs> did no, she but... say anything when you got to work, or do you think
1: she knew? I don't think she knew, but all of my colleagues knew. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but then it arrived at like three thirty, so it was literally great. Get it, get it in the door. Take a couple of pictures. Go to work. Yeah, work till nine thirty. <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't think but, you were awfully. Yeah. I thought you were just dressed up for receiving
2: <laughs> tears of the count, though. <laughs> No way you thought that. I knew he was like getting ready for work or something. (laughs) (laughs) No one nobody has that amount of pens and isn't like using them for work. Yeah. But then I went straight
1: from there to work. Worked till like ten o'clock. So I came home, basically had my dinner and went to sleep. And then I woke up what was my Saturday morning, so Friday night in the UK and played my first like two and a half hours on stream. Then I had to go to work all day Saturday. <laughs> and then I got another couple of hours in last night. So I haven't actually had that much time with it yet.
0: Conversely, I've uh, played a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I had nothing planned all of yesterday. Um our, of Kingdom of,
2: was the plan. <laughs>
0: all of Friday. Mm. I, actually, I actually played it when it unlocked at like... Twenty past twelve <laughs> on on,
2: oh, you're early on Friday then. morning.
0: Yeah, I was already up late, so and I was like, "Oh, I'll maybe just play." You know, the first hour and a half or so. So
2: you
0: went digital then. I well. uh, I did. Yes, I um I used one of the um combo vouchers that they they give offer. So I think it ended up mm. like being forty something pound. And I got that and fire oh, Emblem. But Mines, anyway. was, Mine's
2: was like forty three, like quid. I got.
0: Postal with
2: it. Nice. So but really
0: I, uh, yeah, I, I fully intended to, you know, think I'll get. I wear f- an hour and a half. nope but I stayed up till about four in the morning. <laughs> I uh, woke up at I think maybe ten, half ten, and I think I played it all day <laughs> on Friday, and most in a good chunk of the yesterday. Uh, sorry, today as well. Um. So, yeah, I've put a fair chunk of time into it already, but even despite that. Not even scratched any of the major story beats or anything like that. Just, just been enjoying and loving this game. This is this fantastic, fantastic game.
2: It's just the same thing. It's just got like the same thing as Breath of the Wild. Like it's just a the world itself is just a joy to be in. Mm. And like they just they just added like so much more like the extra mechanics that they've added. Like just makes that even better than <laughs> what. Breath of the Wild
0: had. There's just so much more that you can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: it... I've got, I've got all day now, Sunday and Monday, and um, basically, apart from a couple of recordings like this and eating meals, all I'm going to be doing is Zelda. So yes, yes, Zelda. Oh, maybe I'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow.
0: Ah, patch that more Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I'm, th- I'm thinking, like, oh, when can I squeeze it in on a different day?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think even though you've got all that time, you know, to do tomorrow and today, again, you'll probably be like me in that you just won't scratch any of the major story beats or anything like that or do any of the quote-unquote main quest because, like, once the game... Once you're out of the introduction and the game opens up, um, it's it's like Breath of the Wild in that you'll just get distracted by the next thing over the next hill or spotting something in the distance or spotting something in the sky or, yeah. It, the, well,
1: <laughs> I'm actually interested to hear you say that because the opening, you know, the equivalent of the Great Plateau from Breath of the Wild, without mm. going into too much detail. Um, has felt a little more linear
0: yeah. in that
1: you, can't, you kind of have to do the shrines in a certain order because you use uh, the power from I one shrine to get to the next.
2: In a way, kind of, but I'm pretty sure, like, I feel like I had done them in order, but I still felt like I had like, plenty of freedom. To kind of uh,
1: well, I, do what I wanted, figured out the order it wanted me to do and then deliberately tried to go to a different <laughs> one and it was <laughs> right. like, I could not find a way up there, and I sort of yep. had to begrudgingly go back with my tail between my legs and do it in the intended order.
0: <laughs> be an interesting one. To well, maybe, be, uh...
1: maybe out of the like, maybe like you're good. To, like after like the first one has to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, right? I was wondering if like it probably is only only this opening part, but I was, it did immediately like hmm. This is a a slightly different vibe because. In Breath of the Wild, right from the start, it's like
2: <clears throat>
1: you're dumped on the Red Plateau, and it's just do anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in this game, the opening, like the very opening, is like very modern video games, right?
2: Oh yeah, like it's like slow, or mm-hmm. dump. Let's walk through this <laughs> dark tunnel. <Yep. laughs> walking so they're, they're, su- yeah, walking with an NPC while they talk. Like, yeah, you know. I was surprised at that, man. I was like, wow, this is this is where <laughs> the where <way> they're going. <laughs> mm-hmm but yeah, then tears of the kingdom be a walking
1: <laughs> and then the second and then you get to the the sort of tutorial area and again it's oh this is kind of slightly more linear slightly more um directed or called, whatever the word would be what's the word like for a playlist where it's um, like someone's it was... chosen it
0: <laughs> per- personalized
1: no like like the thing that steam and stuff don't do <laughs> 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 like, like so target like person no, like a person has gone through it and selected good things cult
0: cultivated no, I don't know no, that's like
1: plants. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you
0: can cultivate the good bits of my plan. No, there, there is
1: definitely a word, that I'm going to focus like <laughs> on when it comes to it. But basically, it's that. <laughs> I know and it just mean, made me. Okay. It made me wonder if the game overall is going to feel a little more like that and more like an older Zelda. Um,
2: mm. No, absolutely but, not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah I. Uh... It's like a bait switch. Like really, I think. <laughs> no. But I'm curious now. Like, I feel like, wanting, like I want to like kind of start a new game on it, like, I don't know if, like, I don't know if there's, like, multiple files you can have on tears together on that, like, I know Breath of the Wild was weird with that, uh, hmm. but, like, I'd like I'd like to restart, like, just to see what would happen after doing that first shrine like, to go Right not Like, not go, the, like, the second obvious one, which is like, they're kind of, I get what you mean, like, the way the map's designed in that first part, first area Yeah, it's, it's like, designed get, like you mean, a big loop where like, you Basically, you can have, the camera pans bang, you've got your first shrine right there and then you're basically kind of set on a circular but straight kind of path to the next one. But I think, I think you'd be fine. Like, you do the first strain and you could basically beeline to the mm. one at the opposite end if you wanted to. I mean. Because that first main ability that you have is the one you use the most.
0: Yeah. I think the key word for me comparing this to Breath of the Wild is creativity. Like you've got because of the power set you have in Tears of the Kingdom, um, it's almost like you know how we saw in Breath of the Wild, like speedrunners, like early speedruns, people would like find really inventive ways to get around the map. Well, they've now given you the tools for normal players just to to do that in certain ways. Um, like, traversing the map is so easy because of the tools that you've got. And I think I think why this game is, I think, once come Journey's End, putting up 150 hours time, I'm sure, of playtime or, or more, come Journey's End, I will very strongly feel that this is the superior game. I'm already in that kind of wheelhouse already, but it's just they've, they've taken some of the little... The little annoyances I suppose you maybe have with the game, like just things about, oh, it's going to take me ages to get up that hill, and oh, now it's started raining, and oh, now I can't have to sit here and wait until the rain goes off I can actually continue climbing, and oh, you know, things that would maybe maybe just get under your skin a little bit in Breath of the Wild. Um, I've not felt that at all in Tears of the Kingdom, because if something like that happens in Tears of the Kingdom, you then think... Because of the skill set and the tools the game gives you, you've always got a solution. It gets you thinking about exactly, like now the the solution isn't just wait out until you can continue climbing. Now your brain just starts going a million miles an hour, thinking, okay, well I can't continue going for this path I initially planned. Let me look around, Um, let me see what I can use in the environment. Let me see what I can merge together. Let me see how I can begin and continue to get to the place I want to go to, and that's just genius to me. It's genius. It's just mm. I, I, that's I, why I,
2: like that. Sorry, like eh, that's why that first area like it doesn't really like to me. It doesn't like it is kind of linear, but it didn't feel linear to me because I was coming up with creative ways to get to that next destination. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. uh, like I put out like a a tweet like saying like, like how did everyone climb up to like the final like snow shrine? I say final because obviously like that is that's just the order I went in. But like, and I can imagine like there's gotta be like a hundred if not a thousand different ways that you can go up there. I just like stuck five logs together, balanced them yep, on the cliff, that's... and made a ladder. <laughs> Basically it's kinda of funny, like it's funny that you say that Because that's exactly what I done, but yeah. Hopefully one just thing, on something different. What this <laughs> um, game has, which we'll find out in the episode when
0: we get to the mm.
1: well this game has, which the other one had a little bit, is even when you're doing exactly what the developer intended you to do, it feels like you're cheating on breaking the rules. Yes. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Um I, there's been a few times I've done a shrine or or something and I have felt like okay the on retrospect the dev probably wanted me to do it that way, but it does such a good job of making you feel like really clever for having such out thinking mm-hmm. like like you said, like you've you've broken the game somehow, even though that's probably exactly how Nintendo figured to the majority of players were gonna do the shrine. What's gonna really interest me? And you're already seeing a little bit of this coming out in some clips on Twitter or where have you? There is how let's say ninety five percent of the player base does it the quote unquote intended way. What are the what are the five percent going to do? How are they going to break the game even further? Mm-hmm. To, 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 and it's just it's staggering because what came out of Breath of the Wild, like talking about those early speed runs, you know, like people how people way people use stasis for example to to make um, like uh, you've watched and read dragon ball right luke yeah <laughs> you know um tau what, what's his name mercenary tau he like stands on the stone pillar and just goes flying oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like just like that with the trees and in breath of the wild yeah um, basically
2: they're already making like flying devices yeah. in breath of the wild like in and... uh, the kingdom like you've kind of got so many options like the creativity is going to be just go like, through the roof One thing, even in a few weeks' time, I mean,
0: few months.
1: Jay, you were talking about like this is going to feel like the better game. Yes, I think what's really interesting is it's going to feel like it's not going to replace Breath of the Wild. Like this game really feels like a sequel, and that it benefits a lot from having played the first one,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because Breath of the Wild keeps things pretty simple. Like one the opening of Breath of the Wild is so iconic because like you get out of the bathtub and then it's just you know, here's a little play space, figure it all out. Whereas this <laughs> game opens with like here's some like batshit insane stuff to deal with. You're in you're on a floating island in the sky, some sort of ghost sheep is talking to you <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of lore. And like the the set of powers you get in Breath of the Wild are pretty now seem pretty basic but that trains you to be ready to deal with the much more bonkers possibilities you've got in this game
0: yeah i think um whilst i wouldn't let this dissuade anybody if you haven't played breath of the wild from jumping into tears of the kingdom i think um that knowledge and skill set of, of just how link moves in general and you know how how to just generally traverse the world Having that in place already is but not essential by any means, but dear Lord, does it help for when, like you said, you add on that extra layer of complexity with the new tools.
1: Yeah, if someone asked me, like, oh, should I jump in on Tears of the Kingdom or should I play both? So far, I think I would say, oh, you should just play both. Breath of the Wild still holds up. It's still probably one of the best games ever made. And then now you have the bonus of knowing there's a whole second one
0: afterwards. <laughs> That's it, like... I suppose like one of the biggest problems I had after playing Breath of the Wild is going. Ah, oh, I wish there was more. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, guess what? I
2: was going to say if you're going to get if you're going to tell people that you've got to tell them that they're set for like playing this like two games for the yeah, next, the next, two next. To three years. Mm. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. I think um, that knowledge of Breath of the Wild comes into play as well um, with uh, just knowing the map in general like just i was speaking earlier on about seeing how things have changed and just knowing the world uh, even you knowing where to go like saying i want to go check out and see how this part of the world's changed that goes a long way as well Mm. um you know i suppose a way to put it would be saying knowing the world is a real benefit to then find out that you don't know the world if you get what i mean
1: right yeah
0: (laughs) um like before the call, I was exploring um, quite an iconic location from the first game, and uh, how it's changed is
1: is Impus Strip Club,
0: pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> interesting. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say no more than that because obviously, like I said, we don't want to get too specific on this cast. But uh, it's uh, yeah, really exciting to explore this 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 world as a whole. Once again, um, that's not even counting, you know, the new stuff they've added, like the like the Sky Islands, of course. like That's the game's big selling point in all the marketing is look at these new structures you're going to get to explore soaring in the sky. and um, Obviously, opening like that is... They want you to, to focus on that to a big degree as well.
1: well. Also, and then even here in the opening, I've gone through a couple of little caves and it's popped up a, like discovery sort of message and that feels a lot like the caves in
0: elden ring <laughs> yeah, but yeah but i was gonna wait to see who was the first one to make that comparison because <laughs> no one if no one said it i was gonna <laughs> yeah um well
1: it's it's such an interesting like watching those two companies because dark souls was obviously inspired by classic zeldas mm. and then breath of the Wild came out and it's like oh this game has been inspired by dark souls mm. And then Elden Ring comes out and it's like, oh, they've been inspired by Breath of the Wild.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and then we've had an extra year that I'm sure a little bit of Elden Ring has snuck in and inspired them too.
0: Yeah, I I, I was, wondered, was wondering about that myself because I, I don't know how likely it is that, you know, it's definitely not the, the same degree of Elden Ring really drew a lot of inspiration from Breath of the Wild and there was, you know, four or five years between those games. Hmm. Um, I think it's maybe more interesting that these two, you know, high pedigree Japanese development companies kind of went along similar paths with, with their games. Yeah, it might be sense. more
1: a case of that.
0: Um, But yeah, it definitely felt, uh, <laughs> the first day I popped into one of those caves and it's like a short little mini dungeon of sorts where you, you know, go through a, a few caverns and very very old in ring very very much like the many dungeons in that game
1: i also like that i've seen a lot of different enemies already because that is one that was one complaint that i did have a little bit of time for with breath of the wild Mm -hmm. is that there really weren't that many different enemies but i've seen a nice little menagerie of freaks already in tears of the kingdom (laughs) (laughs) so that's nice
0: yeah there's um there are some interesting beasties um there's a couple encounters I've had. Um there's one that I'm very excited to talk to somebody about because I've not seen anybody talk about a particular encounter I've had yet that I genuinely felt so much dread and horror in this encounter. I was like properly going, Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh, fuck like, over and over and over again. Just <laughs> t- terrified. And the fact that there's creatures in this game that make you have such a visceral reaction like that is—it just makes me think. Well, what else haven't I found? What other? Oh, uh,
1: did you meet Tingle? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. yeah. yep, yeah. the Tingle encounter. But uh, yeah, I—I I think that's a criticism that can't exactly be levied at the game any longer.
1: Nice. Good to hear. <laughs> how are we feeling about it visually
0: um i am quite surprised about how well this this creaking seven-year-old console six-year-old console sorry mm-hmm. holds up <laughs> because there have been points where i've been you know soaring through the sky there's a lot being Rendered around Link, you know, you've got these massive views. You can see for near enough the whole map around you, and I'm or like, I'm just thinking lots sort
2: of like particle effects and stuff. Yeah. Like that in certain areas like
0: and I'm thinking ah. like there'd be there'd be you know companies on the that would be releasing this on PS5 or PC, and it would be a shuddering horrific mess. But here's Nintendo, obviously masters of their craft. I mean, they've been. Making these games for forty years now, near enough. Um,
1: well, and they know their machines inside out, right? They, know they their... always get yeah. the most out of their own machines.
0: And they certainly are. They certainly are getting a lot of this. I mean, yes, I mean, I, I, if you're talking on a pure visual level, it doesn't look dramatically different from from Breath of the Wild, but it's the I think what impresses me is just the vistas and. You know how much how, there's, there's so much more to see, just in a one little kind of viewpoint of the game, like especially when you're like soaring for the sky, as I mentioned, and it's the fact that the Switch is still managing to 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 run that stably, as well. Yeah,
2: yeah i have not seen like I've seen like maybe like one little kind of frame hiccup, and it was like a couple of seconds, and it kind of disappeared like after that. Now like it was like I said, it was due to, like there was like a lot of particle like effects like on the screen, and it just couldn't. The Switch was just like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. Turned the camera a little bit and then it was fine. But nothing to a degree where it's going to ruin your enjoyment of like, playing it.
0: What was no, the... Uh... Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Only but 30 as
1: a, as a... um, There's a good chance this is kind of the swan song of the Switch. Like, all signs point to it's probably on I think it's last year. Mm. Mm. And of what What a a pair of games to bookend that machine, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like... It's not the highest of deaths or whatever. But just in terms of the artistry of what you're looking at, this game is... You know, I'd rather be looking at what this game is showing me than what something that's, you know, 4K but not as interesting to look at. But There's something about the opening area especially... The colour palette it goes with actually really reminds me of Elden Ring. Just sort of the yellow autumnal dying grass mm-hmm. sort of colours. Mm-hmm. With the the sort of sunset lighting coming in and stuff.
2: Golden skies and stuff like
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Really pretty though. It's going to be just like yeah, Breath of took... the Wild in that and I'm going to want to stop and take like, a already, screenshot. Like, took,
2: and, that, and that first area, like, an unbelievable amount of, like, screenshots and, like, video clips, like, to like fill up my switches memory it continues <laughs> yeah i remember when breath of
1: the wild was new that was all you would see on twitter for like the first month was just everyone sharing every single view already they
0: got to. already started <laughs> i mean uh <laughs> i already um i barely ever tweet and i already felt um inspired to tweet out a few videos of A contraption I made earlier on, which was which amused me greatly. So, yeah,
1: I tell you what, though, I was having some real trouble uh doing the the sort of putting things together that actually work. And I was like, Oh, has has my has the games that I like finally overtaken me and now they're only for the Minecraft generation and I'm too old and I should just die. (laughs)
2: I had that like when i created like my first little boat yeah like, cuz i just couldn't get fan, things it just, like to little stick simple, it like an three, angle. it was just like three four planks stuck together a little fan like on the back and i went to strike the fan to like set, set myself on a journey across this and you I, shattered like, the log and like i shattered the log and it set <laughs>
1: yeah. me in a circle <laughs> <laughs> i kept putting i couldn't get my fan to attach at like a nice straight angle so it would always be slightly yeah. angled and then my boat would just go kind of circle. I've noticed <laughs>
2: I've noticed as well, like over the last like over like playing earlier today, like like when you're connecting stuff together, they have little kind of dots in certain areas, like anchor points. Mm. Yep. And like as long as you're close enough to the anchor anchor point when you yeah, hit a snap, attach, onto it'll, it will attach it and it will snap mm-hmm. on into the area that you exactly wanted. It. Like it's so useful. Like it, it could be so much more like fiddlier. But the way Nintendo have done it and designed it, like it's just genius.
0: I think that's why. Kind of talking about what we spoke about earlier, and we'll go more in depth into the actual area itself on the next episodes, of course. Um, But that the the whole kind of starting tutorial area. Whilst I do kind of agree with you in that it was more linear than um, the Great Plateau, part of me was glad for that because I think the powers this time. They do. They they do require a bit more time to get used to because they are a bit more complex. So mm. the fact that you know I'm not having to think so much about where to actually go, but more so, how am I going to get to the next area? Let's get to grips with the new fusing mechanic or the new ultra hand mechanic or what have you. Um, I really, I think that whole starting area really, you know, I, I found I, find I benefited from that greatly because I was concerned about how that was all going to work for me personally as well. I was worried um, pre-release, we kind of dodged around this in our in our first episode because you hadn't watched any of the pre-release material yourself, Luke, but mm. they showed off a little... Uh, it was not know I'm doing 10 minutes of demonstration on the new powers, but mm. they showed off the new kind of mechanic of, you know, being able to build whatever you want, like a boat or what have you, for example. I was like, "That's really, really cool," and my mind's already racing about how that's going to work. I'm also really concerned that I'm just going to be too dumb for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the whole starting area being, um, being linear yet focused, I suppose, is a better way to put it, mm. um, gave me enough time to get to grips with the mechanics. So when I left that starting area, um, I felt like a dab hand at it, and I felt like a... D- nice put together whatever I wanted to put together um, to varying degrees of success. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah,
1: if the opening feels a little more tutorially it's because there probably is more to tutorialize this time. Yeah. And I think Maybe one of you can help me out. When I'm using the ultra hand, mm-hmm. is there a way to rotate the object?
0: Yes. If you hold down um you hold R. R. R yeah. Um and then you use a D pad to either uh, as Oh the
1: D pad?
0: Yeah, because so I held down R arrow. and
1: the little arrows came up. Then I could have. So here's yeah. why things were taking me so long. Is so I wanted to like put a fan on my boat or whatever I'm like <laughs> lifting it up and bouncing it off rocks and stuff, trying to get it to land <laughs> the way up that I wanted Properly
2: caveman style. Hey, where does this work?
0: There we go. So
1: the same thing happened. You. <laughs> you, <of> know, <laughs> you know, with the fuse, you can um, you can fuse to arrows. Yep. I was like, right, yeah, okay. Skipped through that tutorial, then realised I didn't know how to do it. Yeah, so <laughs> if I had you hold to it again... Google how to stick things to yeah. arrows. Like, oh right, you're going to shoot and then press the D pad or whatever. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah.
1: So there yeah, so, yeah. I've, I've now realized I should probably read tutorials
2: in this game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's uh, <laughs> a little bit of new stuff to learn in this game, that's for sure. Yeah. I
2: was what to um, says as well, like when you're rotating like uh like something around like if it Feel like it's getting like kind of out of whack a little bit. Like, the, you can press ZL and reset it, mm-hmm. right? That's usually else, Ah, so days, the, like, ZL, start, the ZL this...
1: thing happened for me once or twice, and then I couldn't. So, I thought ZL was how you spin, and then I couldn't get it to no. do it again. So, I guess no. I'd spun no. it and I was resetting it. Yeah, oh my god, sense. yeah, you. I
2: still do that as well. Like, I wish over, I'd recorded not at the right angle, and then I have to like reset it to kind of get it back to the alignment that I kind of put what I want. I wish I'd
1: recorded the 30 minutes to an hour it took me to get across one river, because my fans (laughs) kept attaching to my boats at the wrong ankles.
0: I think uh, there's a lot of joy to be had in failing your your contraptions. Oh, I I was having
1: the time of my life, even as I was... It was basically like an episode of Scrap Heap Challenge.
0: Like, yes, (laughs) absolutely. Um... There's a and these are the videos I've put up on Twitter, so you can go check these out if you want to at uh, my Twitter account James Dreamlands if you fancy it. But uh, there's uh, I made a I made, I tried to make this like paddle boat where I attached so I'd made a raft and I put two these two wheels either side of the the raft and then I attached a a, a plank onto the wheel with the idea that is it'll act like a propeller of sorts and gonna push me through the water. But <laughs> the way it ended up working is both propellers hit the water at the same time. So it was almost like I was doing um what's the uh what's the swimming the is it the butterfly where you Kind of. Yeah. The butterfly, you know. yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like the boat was doing that and just like slapping the water and it was like jump rocking and jumping up and down like I had like a hydraulic system ripped out of pimp my right or something <laughs> like that. It's <laughs> nice. And there were a couple of times where one of the propellers just got stuck on the boat itself and I just the other one just kind of just slapped the water aimlessly, going round and round in circles. And I was just sitting there howling to myself, laughing. Just it's it's so fun to fail in this game for things like that. So yeah, you, uh, experimentation is is such a joy in this.
1: The the ultra hand is basically feels like that's a game unto itself, right? And the fact that it's yeah. then attached into this open world action adventure game with everything else is it's just going to be bonkers to see what comes out of that. The mm-hmm. other two powers so far haven't felt as versatile in the same way.
0: So the other two like, powers you're talking about are Fuse and...
1: Ascend. Those are the three I've got. Mm-hmm. Ascend, uh, like Ascend if... is, is cool, but it's very, like, you, you use it where you're supposed to use it kind of thing.
0: To a point, so far, like, so I far, just, yeah.
2: like, earlier tonight I just, like, I finished up a shrine and... Uh, I had to get over like this gap, and it was like telling me I had to like make a rail. Like there was already like a bit of concrete slab attached to this rail, mm. and I had two items that could help me propel the rail forward. I couldn't figure out what it was wanting me to do, so like I put, like I grabbed like the stone slab and put it on top of the like this metal like hook and lodged like the boosting device like underneath that, and like, mm. but the only the only. Problem was, like, I couldn't get up to the platform that I made because, like, it wasn't a climbable surface, like, in the shrine. Right. And But that's where I was like, oh, I can use a Ascend. And I used Ascend and, I, like, I can zip myself up with Ascend through onto the stone plank pillar that I made, which allowed me to zip across the gap and get to the end of the shrine.
0: And I think and we- um, because... You've not left that that kind of starting zone yet, Luke. I think you'll find more opportunities for ascend. Like I'm sure, was I will. I'm sure. Like yeah. there was one particular example that I can think of where I thought I felt really clever for doing it is, it was like a like an enemy encampment, um, and the way it was structured is there was like one smaller tower, and then a bridge connecting from the first tower up to the kind of main enemy base area. Um and there was lots of enemies on that first tower. So I presume one way like if you didn't have that power I would do it, you'd fight your way through, go across the bridge, storm the camp. Instead, what I did is I used Ascend, zipped up to the bridge, skipped that whole first tower. They were oblivious I was there and just snuck into the main camp that way. And just little ways you can kind of cheat the system. I think Ascend is quite it's it's definitely more definitely more niche, definitely not as um uh, there's uh, not as many opportunities to play with it as there is with Ultra Hand. Obviously Ultra Hand is the star of the show, but um it's it's got its place for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that it's called Ultra Hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a cute little reference.
0: <laughs> That's too like a peripheral, right, insane?
1: Oh no, Ultra Hand predates Nintendo even making games. Oh wow. Uh, Ultra Hand was a toy that Gunpei Yokoi made, like, early Nintendo, where they first started making toys, even. Um, You know, like, it's the thing where you have, it's like a big stick and you squeeze the end and it's got a plastic hand that um, opens and closes. Right. Uh, You've seen that toy. It's a common toy.
0: Like a... Like a... Pip, like a paper scooper. Like a well, grabber. yeah, 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 like a like a grabbing like hand. hand.
1: grabber. Yeah, yeah.
2: They were invented by Gunpei Yokoi. Like ah, cool. Nintendo made version those. of those little, like a plastic version of those little sticky hands that you used to have when you were younger. Ah. Ever have those? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that
1: was the Ultra Hand. So Nintendo is responsible for those.
0: Um, Fuse, I think. Uh, is very versatile as well. Um, just in terms of weirdly, not so much with what you attach to weapons, but what you attach to arrows, especially, and to shields. There's some neat mm-hmm. ways you can use it as well. So um,
2: the, I wonder no, like with the shields, like I know, I know I've like attached like a rock, just like a straight up a rock to one of my shields, and I was I found it was pretty good. Like when you parry with it, it was good for like breaking like rocks and minerals that you need to mine. Um, mm. But like it doesn't add to the strength. I found out like earlier, it doesn't add to the strength, overall strength of the shield. So if that shield's like a level four, like adding, I've not found an item that I can add to it that makes the shield stronger, which is a bit of a shame because been running out a lot, a lot of my shields.
0: That's strange because I know like, like when I've attached a rock to a shield, the number's gone up next to it. So
2: mines doesn't seem to go up.
0: Hmm. Interesting. But um, yeah, and and there's more. <laughs> there's 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 another power, that, and more powers and such. I'd like to speak about as well, but we'll we'll leave that for later.
1: Yeah, well, I I noticed I got the three powers and there's still three slots. Yes, and I was yeah. like, ooh, hola.
0: <laughs> That's uh, something to speak about on our uh, next episode, I am sure
1: nice Very nice indeed. I had a thought just now, but I forgot it already. Oh, it's when you were talking about arrows. So yeah, when I first got fuse, just like oh I can attach something to my sword didn't feel mind blowing, right? I was okay, this is kind of fun. I attached a boulder to a big stick and now I've got a boulder on a stick, cool. And it was when I realized that oh this is means that I don't need to go around collecting fire arrows, ice arrows, whatever i could make all kinds of arrows with Mm. stuff i collect that's that's what's going to be really cool and different i think
2: that's that's just reminded me actually like see because i actually watched like that tutorial clip we were talking about when when nintendo was showing off like the fuse mechanics and stuff like that Mm. like obviously i'd seen that and i was like when i'm like up into the sky area after i got ultra hand i was trying to attach weapons together Oh, like thinking that's how you fuse them. Oh, and I'm like, right. I put them on the ground. They were stuck together. And I went, went to pick it. I thought, oh, you put them on the ground, attach them together, and then pick it up. But as soon as I picked it up, it would break. Right, like they would break apart because, like, it's, you're just attaching it to the ground, basically. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell was going on here? What am I missing? Like, you fuse. I was like, oh, all right, fucking didn't have the right ability.
0: I'm yeah, glad that's not it... how they did it because that would have been way too finicky. Oh yeah, that would have <laughs> been
2: like so weird. Like the way it actually feels, actually works, is like like super snappy and quick the way it should be.
0: Yeah, I think
1: I yeah had the same feeling where it's from just like I was avoiding pre-release stuff, but obviously I I saw a few things right. It just it gets into the ether. Yeah, and I saw like oh here's Link with a sword sword. So then yeah, I had the same thing when I got. I didn't try and do it, but when I got the ultra hand, I was like oh, this is going to be so fiddly mucking about making weapons. Like, I I, I started to get a bit of the fear that, like like I said, this game's just not going to be for me. Because it's going to be mm-hmm. more like a crafting type game that I'm just not good at. Um, So then when I did get Fuse, and it's like, oh, okay, you just A and B, bam, it's done. I was like, great. So yeah, this game is... I should have had more faith. I think that's... I, tr- I tried to play Fortnite back when it... You know, there was no uh, no building mode,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had the classic every uh, middle aged guy who plays Fortnite, where it's I can get down to the last two players, but then the other player builds a fortress, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm done then. <laughs> I can't do that.
0: The um, I think this is what is what this game's going to have as a, a really good legacy is the fact that if you are like a really creative sort like really into your minecraft or what have you there you can get down the weeds with that to a massive degree like you can just spend ages like building carts and and boats and you know flying machines and just really lose yourself in that but if you just are wanting to roam the world and adventure and explore that's all there too um I think it's brilliant how they all how they all mesh together. You know the 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 creativity aspect and just the general exploring Zelda ness yeah. of it, of the of the experience.
2: Yeah, like you can go like you can do as little with it as you want mm-hmm. and still have like a really fun time, and or you can go like super in depth and like probably even have an even better time, you know. But like not going to kind of begrudge anyone if like if they don't, like, gonna go massively in-depth with mechanics, because, like, as long as you're being a little bit creative and, like, in solving the problem, like, the way you want to solve it, like, there's nothing better.
1: Yeah, I... Because, obviously, I work as a, a teacher in Japan, and a lot of my students play games. I can't wait to see the stuff that those kids who do play loads and loads of Minecraft and everything and mm-hmm. have now picked this up. They're going to show me some insane stuff. I can't wait.
0: Like, I'm be like, oh yeah. How
1: up. is this boss? And he's going to be like, oh, it's easy because I just I built a tank and destroyed it. And I'm like, oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will. What's I remember when Breath of the Wild came out. Part of the discussion was like. Oh, this is the first time in a long time it feels like Nintendo has been playing what other companies are making. Because it's like, here's a, it's an open world game with towers, but just, you know, completely rewrote the rules on that. But obviously mm-hmm. they had been playing what was coming out, right? And this feels like Nintendo have been playing what the kids actually play.
0: Yeah, the, the bringing up Fortnite's interesting because, obviously, the start of every Fortnite game, you're diving from the sky. <laughs> you know, um, you're you're trying to scout out a good landing location, and then well, remember, so the building aspect of the, of the game as well. Um, it makes me well. We it had that wonder, first
1: tra- We had that first trailer of Link doing the dive. All all the the jokesters online were like, "Oh." T- Link's dropping in Tomato Town and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: <laughs> but it does make me wonder, like, maybe maybe, I maybe I, knew I went for a few Victory Royales and then thought, I've got it. I know what the next selling of the game is going to be.
1: Uh, maybe oh, the okay. reason this game has taken six years to come out is because the whole dev team just got hooked on Fortnite. That's it. <laughs> like me me and Moto walks in, like, how's the new Zelda game coming? Oh yeah, 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 we're, we're um we're doing research, mate. We're doing research. Give us a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours later. Are you done with your research yet? Oh one more, one more
0: <laughs> I mean I mean, I mean, I mean we're just sitting there in his office going, I've got to grind the battle pass
1: <laughs> running into this running into the uh the uh This like the main room screaming, look, guys, guys, look at the costume I just unlocked. (laughs) I can be Thanos now. (laughs) Look, I made him dab. (laughs) (laughs) Can we make Link dab? No, Anuma. (laughs) Go go back to bed, mate. Do you know Anuma's (laughs) from Nagano? I did not. I, I learned that. Like, obviously, a while after I moved here. It's not like that's why I moved here, but... (laughs) 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 Yeah, like Stockton. You knew that (laughs) beforehand.
0: I presume you live near...
1: You live in Kyoto now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Kyoto last week for Golden Week, and I was looking at the Nintendo building, and all the lights were off, and I was like, oh, good, I'm glad they've all got the weekend off.
2: And then... Little little do you know they're all sleeping and, and... They're yeah. all in it's, the it's like, the Nintendo games team.
0: dungeons, <laughs> making sport the team. Yeah, dungeons
2: <laughs> in the in the Kyoto offices.
1: And then we were we were on the train home on the Sunday, and I was like, I was trying to talk to my girlfriend, like, "Wow, imagine working at Nintendo on Monday, and like, you know, Zelda's coming out on Friday. I bet they all feel really nervous." And she's just like, was not interested in this conversation. I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a, only of interest to me." You know, the original Nintendo building from when it used to be a card factory is now a hotel, but it's like a mega fancy $1,000 a night, like, rich people hotel.
0: Not the Hotel Mario, then. No, I'm
1: going to try and stay there one day uh, for like my 20th birthday. It still has the
2: little original kind of logo on
1: the side. It's still got loads and loads of the original stuff, so it's like a hotel slash Nintendo museum. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to stay there at least once before I die.
0: That's
1: yeah let's hurry up and finish this so I can go back and play more
0: Zelda (laughs) 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 so after us um, you know waxing lyrical about our first impressions on the game and uh, just generally being very, very excited and um, we're all off to play lots, lots and lots more uh, of Tears of the Kingdom but uh, please make sure you join us on the next episode where we'll begin the whole point of this podcast where we go through the game um, area by area sort of, that's the idea um, and we'll be talking about the, the very, o- the very, very opening of the game and get stuck into the first big area of the game the great sky island so make sure you join us for that one until then look where can we be found
1: we're on twitter and facebook at hyrule hyrule field pod we're probably also on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify all the different ways you can listen to podcasts i think we've got that figured out Uh, this is a brand new podcast so please do rate and review on your podcasting app of choice give us five stars give us a little write-up tell your friends, share it on the Twitter, share it on the Facebook. I mean, I'm sure you have other friends who are playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> uh, let them know. They know This will be a fun podcast to play along as you lis- like, listen to, as you play. And then I'm sure you'll all finish it before we finish this podcast. So it'll be a Absolutely. way to sort of keep, keep reliving the game for many months to come. And we'd love it if you all get in touch. So if you have any thoughts and feelings about that first area, everything from the... Uh, the very opening of the game, right until you get off the Great Sky Island, send it in. Um you can tweet at us, you can send us a Facebook message. I think you can email us at hyrulefieldreport at gmail dot com.
0: Oh, that's new. Mm.
1: Well, <laughs> Whoa. We've always had emails for this <laughs> podcast, so I just never bring it up. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you have like yeah. a, a unique anecdote or some thoughts and feelings, please, please, please share them. And uh yeah, we'll try and get to them in the episodes.
0: Well, Catch you later. Cheerio.
1: Bye. I'm off to play some Fortnite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's make fun of that victory royale.